Okay, Muhammad Ali, how are you? Good to see you, my friend. Yeah, how are you? Good. Good, good, good. So basically, Muhammad Ali, you know, here we're just discussing some questions, you know, people that came from me on Instagram, but we have two questions that came from Facebook. I'm going to ask them in a minute. And I want us to do this, um, you know, lives quite regular, uh, make it entertaining, make it a bit of fun, uh, make it a bit educational, empowering, you know, a bit of entertainment as well. And one of the questions, the first question actually is, what is entrepreneurship? I mean, from what I understood from what Shuraib said, he's basically saying you providing value. It can be financial, but it can also be non-financial. Um, by the way, Shuraib, that's, yeah. that's one of the best ways to, do, to describe entrepreneurship, honestly. I mean, I'll just talk to myself and I said to myself, well, that's a, great, that's a great way of answering that question. Mojo, what do you think? What is entrepreneurship? What, what comes to your head when, we, when you hear entrepreneurship? Um, it's quite simple. When I think entrepreneurship, First thing I think of is um, basically you think of an idea and then once you've catched an idea, you bring it to reality. So whether you're providing a service or whether you're providing value, whatever you're doing, you just make it become a reality. And now you find a way of financially benefiting from it. But not only that, but also it could be, actually, it doesn't have to be for financial gain. It could just be simply for um, providing a service for people to have a better life or just providing any sort of value and, um, and you creating it from nothing. Mm. From just a thought to then now you made it become a reality that you know people can benefit from whether it's value, whether it's money, whatever it be. Got it. That's my basic idea. Got it. Got it. Um the next question that I have for you guys here that somebody actually asked from Instagram is um so this person mainly I believe have friends because they said, How can I motivate my friends? So Shrey, we're gonna start off with you, then Muhammad Ali can give his answer, then I'll give my answer. Okay. So if you have a a, a bunch of lousy friends, <laughs> how are you gonna motivate them? motivate somebody that is not motivated within so if somebody doesn't have a drive to do something if uh, and you want to motivate them to, for example if somebody doesn't realize that they have a problem mm -hmm. you can't motivate them to fix that problem Got it. or somebody may realize that they have a problem but mm -hmm. they don't consider it such a huge deal so they won't just pay the iphone to inspire other people and to motivate other people Got to it. go ahead and is to go ahead and whatever they whoever you want to motivate them with just do it without them and, and show them and show them either your success story so mm. show them that you can do it or show them examples of other people that have done it and sometimes you know um if you want to like if you want to motivate people around you as well you need to be able to sometimes you're gonna to have to leave those people mm. and join another group of friends build with them grow with them so that the other people that see you, they see how much you've grown and that would inspire them and that would motivate them to do the same. Wow. So that's why I'm, that's why I'm what, what, what are we describing that? Muhammad Ali, what do you think? How would you, how, how would you motivate a, a, a group of lousy friends? Well, I'm pretty sure Shabes basically nailed up the head. So, you know, as you mentioned, people are not motivated. You can't really do much because I know a lot of people that are not motivated. There's not much, not much words can do. Mm. You can't just say
God. into the keeper making it happen and you being consistent with it and now mm. they can you know look back and say wow he done it and you know they can think to themselves wow I could have been with them I could have started with them I mean, both of you, honestly, I'll just add to what you both have said, right? How can I motivate friends? Hey, you know, I read a quote a long time ago and it said, if you're in a room and you're the the most motivated person, you're in the wrong room. If you're in a room and you're the most clever person, you're in the wrong room. If you're in a room and you're the one that makes the most amount of money, you're in the wrong room. Because to what, no matter what level of success you get to, no matter what level of growth you go to, no matter what stage of life you're at, there's always another level, right? So if you're at a stage where you feel like you get you, you have outgrown your friends and you feel like, oh, they're down here, but you're up here, then like you guys have said both, it's time to go leave them, do something with your life, achieve some level of something, and then some of those people would be motivated by that. And a lot of people, they're never motivated by what you say. They're motivated by what you do. Action. Third question, guys. Uh, this person said, it must be expensive to start a business and cost a lot of money. How did you, as a young guy, start your business? Trey, you're an entrepreneur. You have something going. You're a young guy. How come? So, there are two, three ways you can go about this. Yes, most traditional businesses are expensive stuff. They are very expensive. But um, one way you can tackle this is you don't have to actually always use your own money. Mm. For example, there are other people that have the capital but don't know what to do with the capital. capital. Or there are other people that, you know, here's an aspect of building relationships coming back again. You know, you could know a few people that have a lot of capital, mm. build a good relationship with them. And of course, when you build a good relationship with somebody, you're actually friends um, and you actually become somebody close with them. They right. want to be more than willing to help you to be a, get a better life. So if you told them, hey, man, I need 20 grand, I need this this much money, and they have the capital to provide it for you, mm-hmm. and, you and you show them that they have a good plan to return the investment, right. they would return it. Uh, also, the second way that you can go about it is that actually not all in not all businesses have a high have a high entry point, and some business most some businesses, although they are rare, some businesses have um, a low entry point for you know for the common person, somebody that everybody can afford. You know, if you work a few days within a week, you can afford to pay that. Um, for example, you can get a few programs that allows you to use the facilities that they already own and you can use their facilities to your advantage to build that to build a business so mm. that's one another way of doing it and um, another way you could handle it um, although I wouldn't recommend it if you're not good with handling your money is uh, going out and to bank loans but I would not recommend that because you know most people don't uh, are not able to calculate the risk, mm. and uh, and uh, they may risk uh, going bankrupt. Also, risk you know losing whatever whatever assets they already have because yeah. they don't know how to manage their money. So those are three ways I think that um, people can basically handle that. And by the way, guys, just to rectify or clarify something, none of, all three of us, none of us is a financial um, advisor. So if there's anything that we say, yeah. 
just know that there's no disclaimer right there. There's no, that is no, by no means to say, hey, go do this thing. This is what we're doing. No, no, doesn't mean that. Muhammad Ali, what do you think? I mean, does not does network marketing not come to your head? Come on. Network marketing, there are startup costs. <laughs> but what do you think, Muhammad Ali? I mean, um, it sort of depends on what kinds of business you want to go to, as you mentioned. For example, if you're going to switch business, you know, to even start a yeah, more capital and you know, that's not something that, you know, a young person would have unless mm-hmm. they come from you know, a very um, you know, a rich family or family of wealth. But um, normally it depends on what field you go with, for example, a network marketing field, uh, you know, the businesses that have to start up, so you know, you could get involved but then also have the luxury of, you know, benefit from this heavily. Or also, um, if you're going to a property kind of field, there's ways around it. So, you know, actually, especially if you're going to facilities, you can go into programs that, you know, kind of equip, you know, what you're doing. And you can maybe pay a monthly fee where, you know, to use the equipment and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what it ultimately comes down to um, what kind of business you want to get into. And especially a network marketing field. I'm not saying, hey, you have to do a network marketing field, but that's one field that's caught my eye and that's caught, that's caught all of our eyes due to low star costs. Yeah. You know, it has such you know amazing you know luxury to it as 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 because you can basically achieve what someone has already achieved in property, even though you're doing low start and he's doing very high start, and then not knowing one hundred percent if it's going to succeed or not. There you go, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Next question, guys, and then we're going to wrap it up in a, in about um two more questions. Okay, just two more questions, and we're going to wrap it up. And by the way, as I'm on the live, you will see me turning my head here. It's because I'm also. I'm recording this piece of content for my podcast, okay? Next question, how do I stay motivated? So this is probably someone that wants to do something with their life, but they struggle with lack of motivation. How do you stay motivated? Come on, guys. Trey, you go first. Okay, so, um, cool. So first of all, motivation is not, I wouldn't recommend motivation as a emotion or a, an emotion to use to go towards to push towards your goals because because motivation is quite short term. It can be you know you can gain motivation mm-hmm. from anger, mm-hmm. from a moment of happiness, but it will be maybe for a week, two weeks, or a month. But it won't some it won't be something that lasts for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. But um, to answer your question, to remain you cannot remain motivated for a long periods of time. First of all, there you go. But if you wanna if you wanna be motivated. What you can what you can do is um, put pictures or remind yourself of your actual goal. Remind yourself of why you're doing this. Have your reason why written out very clearly, and repeat to yourself with affirmations again and again and again as to why you're doing this. Mm. And once you know and you can justify why you do something, then the doing becomes a little bit less uh, hard, and, you can, and and it won't, it won't there won't be much resistance. Mm. Uh, there will be less resistance to uh, doing the things that will lead towards your goal. But if you want to, uh, I, I would recommend, like I said, motivation is not something that's long term. If you want something that can work consistently and will allow you to be able to you know, reach your goal better, I would recommend instead of focusing on motivation, build a system that allows you to do small, small actions throughout the day that push you towards your goal. For example, as you know, we all have habits, right? We all have habits. Yep. Um, and if you want, for example, if you have, if you know that you have a few actions that you need to do, what you can do is, for, uh, for example, when you brush your teeth at night, you can use that 
and you can train your mind to use that as a as a like a trigger. So when you brush your teeth at night, you say, okay, when I brush my teeth at night, after I brush my teeth, the next thing I do is write my to-do list for the next day. Mm. Then, then the next morning when you brush your teeth, you can use that as a cue to say, okay, check your to-do list and see what you have to do. That Those two things alone would push you into the direction to get things done throughout the day because you remind yourself both just before the night of what actions you have to do and just in the morning you remind yourself of what you have to do as well and you have basically you know your list of choices throughout the day will be already pre-selected and you will know what you have to do and you will have a direction in which you're going that day so that will, and that in the long term when you do that day by day that by day you will see that you the improvement will be increasing as well and it will accumulate so mm. um, i know i didn't answer the question directly but um i hope that for that person they would understand why i said that you you answered it perfectly my friend you know one of the things that you said that i really loved was you said forget motivation motivation is not long term it's a short term thing and instead of focusing on being motivated you'd rather better of focusing on creating systems you know one of the simple system that you use which i really loved by the way was that system of hey before you go and brush your teeth write down your to do list before you sleep tonight okay and then you said right after you wake up guess what and you brush your teeth the next thing you do before you eat anything could be should be what check your to do list man i love that that i actually wrote that down thank you very much for sharing that bro i appreciate you sharing mahmud ali man how do you stay motivated mahmud ali you're an athlete you're a university student you're an entrepreneur you got 20 different you know balls that you're juggling at the same time how do you stay motivated to be honest, straight up here on the head, uh, you know, to stay motivated, it's, it's not possible, you know, to train every day or to, you know, work in a business section every day mm-hmm. and to rely on motivation. It's not actually possible. And um, the fact, you know, where, where he mentioned, I just want to touch upon this one, especially when he said you have to have a system mm-hmm. and, of, of a series of small actions that you do throughout. Yeah. And in terms, in other terms, we call it discipline. So I say you rely on discipline. Rather than motivation, so because now because you're disciplined to carry those small actions every single day, no matter how you're feeling on that day, you're still going to do it because you know you're disciplined enough. You're following the system no matter what, and you're gonna keep doing it nonstop. That's actually what one thing I got from um, you know famous basketball player Kobe Bryant. I'm pretty sure you guys know him. You know he said you know rely on discipline, don't rely on motivation. But some days you're gonna feel motivated, you're gonna feel energetic to get up, train to get up, do your work to get up. You know, complete a task. Some days I'm not gonna feel like you're gonna say, "Oh, I don't wanna get up." Maybe five minutes, but if you're disciplined, you know you have to get up. You know you're gonna have to carry those small series of tasks, and you know you're gonna have to follow that system to go and reach your goals. So I would say try, you know, try get motivation out of your head and just try try some uh, like something with discipline. So now you carry everything, no matter what happens, you're disciplined and you'll get it done. Wow. So that's my. T- hey man. You guys have nailed it. Thank you very much for for that. And uh, one last question, okay? One last question. How can I tackle self doubt? Okay. And this, by the way, I believe is 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 something that a lot of people, right, struggle with. How would you tackle it? Go ahead. 
best to clarify, I would also say that, you know, self-doubt is, I'm not going to say it's impossible to escape, but I'd say that everybody, even the best of performers, go through it at one stage, even if they're, even if they're like top parts of their career, they'll go through self-doubt. But the, in order to tackle self-doubt, is recognizing that you are actually self-doubting yourself. Mm. For example, when you are actually talking to yourself in your mind, when if you can recognize that you're actually talking bad, then you can put a stop to it and change change what you're saying. Mm. However, if you let the self-talk run its course and let it take control over you, and you let and, and you let your brain, you know, go to the next topic, and you know, it will go, it will just turn into a spiral loop down. You'll just keep going and on, and you'll say worse things about yourself until mm. a point where you collapse or until a point where you cannot handle it more. So, in order to, you know, I'd say in order to uh, prevent self doubt, is uh, there's two ways you can go about it. Number one is recognizing when you are actually talking bad to yourself. Mm. So, when you recognize that, then you can, uh, what I want you to do is after you recognize that you've done that, I want you to start talking good to yourself and actually. You know, say say the opposite of what you were saying to yourself immediately after of right. when you of what you said so of what you were self doubting yourself on, and then the and then also continually saying good affirmations to yourself, like um, especially about stuff that you're insecure about. For example, some people may have skin insecurities. Some people may have insecurity about different things, their voice, whatever whatever insecurities you have, instead of saying oh i have a bad this or oh, i have this that you know you could actually change it and say I, uh, I have an amazing voice i have amazing this and you actually say good about it and actually um keep doing it and eventually you will also believe in it mm. i will i will tell you to honest at the beginning you won't actually if you start off as insecure with something at the beginning you won't actually believe in it because you're still in that mind frame of it that it's an insecurity but when you shift that mindset as you tell you as you keep telling your brain that no it's amazing it's a good thing that happens your your perception of it will change and then now it will no longer be insecurity you will actually accept it and also what i recommend is that because everything that you have everything that you know i'm, I'm a man of religion so i believe that everything that allah or god has given you even even if you think is bad there's a reason why you have that Every mm. thing, even if you are a certain type of life, there is the exact reason why God has made you that exact type of life, and you just need to accept and know that there is a purpose for it, and know that there is a good reason for it. So, um, you know, I hope that helps with uh, tackling self doubt. Um, thank you very much. Thank you, man. What, what, what an answer, Mojo. Muhammad Ali, go ahead, my friend. Um, so if if you're someone that's facing a lot of self-doubt, I think the best way to tackle it is the same way that you know you know you actually think about self-doubt. So when you when you're for example me when I'm playing sport and I'm saying oh, I don't know if I'm going to school I don't know if I'm going to perform I don't know if I'm going to do this do this do that today. The same way I say them so I say them those things or think those things in my head, I try to just shift that and I try to just focus on positive and say hey you know. I'm, I'm gonna do well today. I'm gonna play well. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna achieve. I'm gonna do this. So instead of focusing too much on, uh, uh, instead of focusing too much on negative, saying, "Oh, I can't do this. I can't score. I can't. I can't present. I can't do this. That." 
I just try and focus on the positive and try to tell myself, hey, you know, you can you can do this, you can do that. And then those positive, all those little small positive talks that you tell yourself in the back of your mind, that's what's actually made a difference. And um, it actually has, you know, it actually, it's actually boosted my confidence. You know, it's boosted my, you know, my, my confidence when I'm playing sports, when I'm, you know, when, I, when I'm presenting, when I'm doing business, whatever I'm doing, I just always give myself positive talk. So I give myself positive reinforcement and I also, even others around you, you can give them positive reinforcement to help them, you know, feel confident and that way, you know, you can now go ahead and do everything and do anything you can. Mm. Wow. Wow. You know, you know, it's so funny. Trey, you started with this point of no matter how good someone is, we all have. We all self-sabotage in ourselves. We all have an element of self-doubt, right? And it's crazy because one of my favorite books at the moment is 177 Mental Toughness of the you know, World Class, right? Mental Toughness Secret of the World Class. And one of the things, chapter 17 is, champions are willing to suspend their disbeliefs. Think about that for a second, okay? Why would someone you know, have self-doubt? It's disbelief in a way, right? So, so imagine, the champions, they just go good at suspending that. You know, for example, someone like Muhammad Ali, and I know you play for perhaps one of the highest intensity levels, and it's a tense game. You have to constantly perform, perform, perform. When you're in training, you have to perform because if you're a midfielder, there's 10 other midfielders. You get to perform to be able to play in the games. And when you're in the game, you get to perform because you don't. if you don't perform this game, you're in the bench the next game. So, so it's constantly, whether you're training, whether you're playing, you're under pressure. So now, the only difference between someone that's an amateur or someone that is young to someone that is at the, at the top, top end of their game is that the champions just figured out a way to just suspend their disbelief. I mean, just suspending it completely. But then remember, just because you suspended it doesn't mean it's not going to come back. That's, that's what the word suspend means. It means to withhold something for a moment in the meantime. And then it will come back. And then it will, and then it will come back. Then you have to suspend it again. And then you just have to keep on figuring it out until, like, you start the, you know, the, the life of Shreve, until it becomes a muscle which is trained so much that it's a habit that takes over you. I don't know if you remember, Shreve, one of the quotes that uh, Mr. Mike Mazur in Spain and in the US kept on repeating. Do you remember what his favorite quote was, Mr. Mike Mazur, about habits? I'll, I'll start and you finish it. First, you make the habits. Remember? Yeah. Then. No, I'm so sorry. First, you make the habit, then the habit makes you. Can you, can, you, oh. can you explain that situation? First, you make the habit, then it makes you. So, okay. So, first, you make. So, basically, simply, you stop doing the action repeatedly at first. You don't know why you're doing. You, you know why you're doing, but you're not sure. Uh, you 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 just have to be consistent with it, and you you don't have like it's not ingrained in you just yet. Mm. It's not part of you just yet, but you have to kind of force yourself to do it consciously, and you keep doing it again and again and again until it becomes unconscious. Until you do it without realizing that you're actually telling your brain to do it, mm. and then. Once, once you do that, and a question, and then you do that for a number of days, over and over and over and again, it's like you add, you put yourself one step closer to where you want to be, and and even if you're walking in the Sahara Desert, 
which is a huge place. If you take one step at a time, again and again and again, eventually, no matter how big it is, you will get to the end. If you have, you see, you can keep walking, 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 step after step. That that's you repeating the same habit over and over again, and then you will reach the end, and that will be your goal, and then you will realize that all the all the, that habit actually allowed you to reach that goal, and that oh. way, that's what he means by the habit makes you. It will allow you to reach the end. Thank you very much, Ray. Guys, we're going to wrap it up there. Thank you very much. It's actually nearly 2 a.m. UK time at the moment. This live is going to go up uh, recorded on the Mindset Muhammad podcast as well as the uh, Mindset Muhammad ecosystem on Facebook and YouTube. And of course, this is going to be up on the Instagram. And I'm going to be tagging you too. So thank you very much, Mahmoud Ali and Mr. Shreve.